y'all. Welcome to Southern Bells. Hey, y'all. It's Brittany and Beth. So, we're glad that you could join in with us today to listen. Again, if you're interested, you can follow us on Facebook at Southern Bells Faith, Food, and Fitness. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hi, friends. Happy Sunday. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. What you got in your cup there? I was getting ready to say, remember when we used to do tea time? I'm having tea. Well, I was just thinking about that as I was cutting up those strawberries. Like, I got some new matcha in. I thought, I'm going to make me a matcha latte. And then time got away from me and I never did it. And then your cup reminded me, remember when we did that? (laughs) We did tea time. We had so much fun doing tea time. I am adding back in tea time into my life every single day, friend. Here's there's real reasons why, but. Well, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to up my probiotics and I am taking two types of probiotics. One is that probiotic tea. Olong, the Olong, Olong. Yeah. (laughs) So I am taking um, one for vaginal health a probiotic for that. I've been taking that for a while and it has really helped me so much mm-hmm. um, as far as yeast infections go. And when I stopped taking it, like I missed a day, I felt like it was like a yeast was going to get released. And the next day I took it again and it cleared up. Cause you know, whenever you get a yeast, when you go to the bathroom, you kind of get that white, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I know when it's coming. And then the other one I'm taking is for gut health. I take two of those a day and then I'm trying to also have a probiotic drink during the day and and it be a tea. These probiotic drinks are all over TikTok. They're everywhere right now and they're good. I've had one. It's Olipop. It's very low in sugar and I picked one up one time, but you guys, teas are so much cheaper. Yeah, absolutely. four Four cans of the ones that went viral is the poppy probiotic drink. Is eight ninety nine in my area, not not what they are on Amazon because Amazon just jacked up the price because everybody's mm-hmm. buying them. So I have lemon ginger probiotic tea by Twinnings, and mm-hmm. I also have a cold brew coconut coconut one that you drop down in ice water and drink it. Works the same way. It has probiotics yes. in it. Save your money. Well, and okay. I'm in a cut phase right now for those of you guys that don't understand is, so if you're being successful about your metabolism and you're being successful about longevity and health, and you're not just on a fad diet, right? (laughs) You, you recognize that you need what they call quote unquote diet breaks. You need points in your life when you eat a little bit above a restrictive level. So Right. You have to restrict calories in order to lose weight. There mm-hmm. is some truth to calories in, calories out. Now, I think there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah, but the, exactly. I think I think a lot of people don't realize, and I'm one. Of, I mean, I realize it, but I don't eat enough calories. So when I'm burning calories, I need to eat more. But because then too, I'm not like, sustaining. Well, we say that, but then here's why I said there's some truth to it because some people believe that. If you're, you're truly not eating enough, then you would lose weight anyway. So they believe that if you're truly not eating enough calories to maintain your weight, then you're going to drop weight. 
So they only believe in calories in, calories out. So mm -hmm. don't take into consideration some of the metabolic things that go on behind the scenes. <clears throat> but while you eat at maintenance for a little bit, which is the amount that you should eat to not lose weight, then you have like what's called a cut phase where you drop back a couple hundred calories. So you're sure you're under your requirement of maintaining. So right now I'm trying to shed some of this extra fat because I want to be as lean as I can for my marathon. So I'm not dying <laughs> of heat exhaustion because it's going to be warm and mm -hmm. I don't need to be carrying around excess inflammation because I have proved to myself. I don't know if you saw on my post on Facebook or not, but I did. I showed I showed a side to side comparison and we were going to talk about our group a little bit today. Anyway, um, I showed a side by side comparison from when I started my marathon training to now. So for about four months and realistically, I got to thinking, I think that first picture was actually in January. So three months. Um, so that would have been January, February and well, still four months. So, so four months. Um, the scale hasn't budged a ton, like four or five pounds, really. But the picture like screamed at you, like it screamed mm -hmm. at you. And it wasn't that it was true fat loss. It was inflammation loss, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, Beth added someone in our group who has been amazing this week that goes right along with Sandy in our group who actually. Hey, this lady could be like, my, she could be like my, she is my daughters and daughter-in-laws her daughter are friends with my daughter and daughter-in-law and she's always at all the events she's yeah. she comes with her daughter I love her daughter to death I've I met her a few times but these last couple of times that she and I has been around each other I think this woman could be a new best friend oh, like I love we like reading the same type of um like books other than self-help, I don't know if she reads self-help or not, but she's a paranormal reader like I am. I so she's it. Yes. And um, we we have talked like almost every day. I mean, not like hours at a time, but little things. And I seen that she posted on her Facebook page that she was working out. So I reached out to her and I'm like, hey, can I put you in my group? She's like, you're not trying to tell me something. I'm like, she remembered I used to be a Beachbody coach a few years back. <laughs> And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want you to buy anything. I, you know, I don't, we're, it's just a group of females that's gotten together. We all struggle and need motivation and encouragement and share ideas. And that's all it is. You don't have to do what we're doing. You don't have to drink the Kool-Aid, you know, you, we just, we just want to inspire you. And then the, we have women in there of all different ages. So you know, my body is different than a 20 year old. Well, I and we I don't think we have any 20 year olds in there, but we may, I'm not sure. Do. So, but it's like every group, it's like every school mm -hmm. group though. You have lurkers, people that just want the information. They just want you right. to spoon feed them the information. They don't want yeah. to interact. They don't want to participate and that's okay. Mm -hmm. That is, mm -hmm. that's okay. That's how you learn. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. There are the a couple that like every once in a while, they'll either side message one of us or they'll mm -hmm. post like a comment, maybe on our personal page or, or right. something, or if you see them out and about, they'll say something about it. And mm -hmm. then 
Sandy has been great about sharing her walks and her motivation. Has she not been on fire? I know. I'm so proud of her. And like I told her, I said, sometimes it's about stepping out of your comfort zone. And she was mm-hmm. like, well, I didn't know if y'all wanted us to share. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. this is what we want. We want you to share your journey with us because we might learn something from you. Yeah. And, and you, and it, and seeing that post might give us a kick in the rear that day that, Hey, we better get on it. <laughs> we need to do this. That's right. Yeah. And so I showed this side by side and I made the comment that while the scale hadn't changed, the picture obviously screams at you. And mm-hmm. she made this comment saying, you know, she was upset with her scale. And yeah. like I told her, Beth had commented because Beth's a daily weight person. She always has been. She just had twice unless a day. <laughs> yeah. Twice but a day. I hadn't been doing that until, well, I started back on 75 hard just to kind of encourage me to stay committed to my calorie deficit because otherwise y'all cardio makes me want to eat everything everything Mm -hmm. I agree everything it's so ridiculous like because you're burning through those calories now we've said this before Cardio is nothing but burning calories. It's not really shedding your fat. It's burning no, it's all just, of your energy. It's burning up your fuel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and on I if I hadn't tracked though my weight every single day, I would not friend. Come on. How long has it taken me to pinpoint and say, look, this is what happens when I do this. This is what happens when I do this. And this is what happens when I do this before I was like, what the heck is going on? Why is this Mm -hmm. doing, why am I, you know, shooting up five or six pounds? What is the problem? And now I have enough data and enough self-reflection that I'm like, this is what caused that. So I know now, like Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't matter where I eat out or what I eat out. It does not matter. It can be a fruit salad. It could be a, an oatmeal. It can be a yogurt. It can be um, a salad it, or it could be a hamburger and French fries. It does mm-hmm. not matter. I go up three pounds the next day. Notorious. I can, I can agree with that. It doesn't matter what it is, but if I eat out from a restaurant or takeout or anything, I know ahead of time. The scale's going up three pounds. Let go of it. Don't don't be stuck on that number. <clears throat> if I don't drink enough water, not if I drink too much, but if I don't drink at least 85 ounces of water, the scale's up. Speaking of that, let me go grab mine so I can be drinking on it since I'm uh-huh. <laughs> If I have a hard run day, the inflammation causes the scale to go up. The only time that the scale goes down is when I'm properly hydrated. I stick to my calorie goal for that day and I don't eat out. I eat from home. So I feel like I'm almost cracking the code. (laughs) Well, I think there's a common denominator here. Don't eat out. Well, and eat what you're supposed to eat. No more, no mm-hmm. less. Eat what you're supposed to eat. Yesterday, I was a freaking cookie monster. So we. I feel like I've been cookies. that way all week. 
not right, legitimate yes. cookies, it's like shoving it in like Cookie Monster does. But it was the first day of my cycle, and I had an 18 mile run the day before. And yesterday, I, I, my body was like, "Listen, I need sleep and I need food." So. I was like so hungry and like at eight o'clock I was ready for bed, but I was also starving to death, but that brings me to the tea. So I've been <laughs> back tea because one, it helps me hit my hydration goal. Mm-hmm. Two, like you mentioned the prebiotic and probiotic function of it. And three, the oolong, oolong, however you want to call it, burns calories. So why not burn calories for free? Yeah. For free. For free. And you can make a mean latte out of that because I like lattes. Yes. So, yes. But part of 75 hard is reading (laughs) 10 pages of a book. Now, listen, y'all, don't go looking up 75 hard and think that you need to jump on the bandwagon to be healthy. It is not. It is not. It is. And it's scary. (laughs) I've never completed it. It's discipline, is really what it is. It is not. it is not ideal I'm gonna put that there but if you have a personality like mine it makes you stay more accountable Mm -hmm. I don't go as irate as some of the people I see doing it do they will like and I used to now don't get me wrong I used to but not now like for example um I'm I'm following a macro diet so I have to stick to certain macros but on days that I run, I'm supposed to eat back up to 35% of the calories that I burned. Um, so for example, the other day, I would, the day I did my 18 mile run, I ate back 550 calories. So it looks like I blew my macros completely because I mm-hmm. ate almost 2000 and some calories, but right. realistically I burnt 3000 calories that day, 3000 mm-hmm. calories. That was way more than my 1500 that I should eat normally. Right. Way more. Yeah. No wonder you, you were starving. I was starving. I was like, mm-hmm. my body was like, you've got to eat. So you burned I ate, all the way through it. Yeah. So, and the other thing I have found, and this is, this has been kind of interesting to me Beth and I have talked about this before when I did the elimination diet where I was trying to sort through all of my um, food sensitivities back when I was dealing with an IUD y'all if you're not familiar with this conversation Mm -hmm. um, this year I had COVID I also had an IUD I also have to have breast screenings done for family history of cancer and last year was a hot mess for me like anything and everything that could cause me to have inflammation and um, a reaction did. So I really had to focus hard on what I was eating and what to do about it. I really think a big part of it was the IUD because within six weeks of having it taken out, the majority of the symptoms minus the egg whites completely disappeared. Um, Mm -hmm. but that was a time when I was really carb heavy and I lost weight and I'm back to being really carb heavy and again, I'm starting to see that change. So what I'm trying to tell you is carbs are not the enemy. Right now, um, my body is thriving on carbs. My before picture, I was more fat heavy than what I was carbs. And it was evident that that's not what I needed to be doing. I was, I was so inflamed. So I still think 
the dairy. Mm. Mm, yeah, I agree. Dairy is when I cut out all of my dairy and it was, I thought it was going to be hard for me, but when you were having, when I was having so many of those yeast infections yeah. monthly, it's a no brainer. You want to get rid of it because dairy, it. yeah, the benefits outweighed it. And now I'm still, I don't have dairy, hardly any. Yeah. And you're Unless it's butter. Yeah. Down. Yes, I did drop, uh, I dropped back down to what I was. My body doesn't look as lean as it did, but my weight is the same as I was about two years ago. Well, right now it's not the same. It's, I need to drop two pounds. I've got some inflammation and swelling going on right now, but, um, yeah. So the dairy, I agree with the dairy. But then too, like, just like you said, you dropped a lot of inflammation and you need to drop a couple of pounds of it. Don't mm-hmm. beat yourself up if you do weigh yourself every day that you're you're seeing the scale go up overnight. It, it there are so many factors that go. Well, I I know that I'm having inflammation and swelling because my shoes are leaving marks on my feet. Yeah, um, my pants where the seams are are leaving places there it's not as bad as I've seen it in the past um but I I don't know why I'm holding on to it so much this past week um because last Saturday I was 152 yeah and this week I got all the way up to 159 and it's now this morning I was 155 so I, I see it going down but it's not totally released itself yet. And um, I've upped drinking my water again. This I was is- going to say, do you think you've had enough in the last two days that that's part of why it's coming back down? I do. This is 64 ounces. So I, I do one of these every day plus a tea every day. So I'm getting probably 70 to 80 ounces in reality. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you count coffee. But yeah, it's caffeine, so you you really are not supposed I to count. Don't, I don't count my coffee water, but I do count my herbal tea water. Herbal tea, yeah, yeah. But then too, like I drink sixteen ounces of coffee a day because I I set my coffee pot to make the sixteen ounce cup. It, but that's mm-hmm. all I drink. I haven't been drinking too, and I don't have dairy in it. I put my almond milk creamer in it and a little bit of Jordan skinny syrup which I before I had thought that that might be a problem for me too but that wasn't the problem the problem was like the cheese and the milk and things like Mm -hmm. that too that were causing the extra inflammation yeah um I have a coconut flavor of that skinny syrup that I put in my probiotic tea the coconut the cold bags it's really good it's good yeah yeah it's really good it's of tea you can really make it taste like a latte mm-hmm. just by using one oh, of the yeah for sure I have to so, tell my kids to call wheel you're good with <laughs> um with 75 hard like I was saying they have a recommendation to read 10 pages out of a book a day so I finished up the Joyce Meyer book look great feel great which I highly recommend like mm-hmm. that's an amazing book I actually Sandy if you're listening to me this right now I think I'm going to gift you this book because I think that you 
Um, I think that it has some nice little pearls of wisdom in there that, um, that you would enjoy. So it was, it was gifted to me by my sister-in-law. Um, so I feel like she needs to share that gift. So I read it. I will sign the cover like my grandma taught me to do. And I think, oh yeah, (laughs) I do that too. And, um, but I started this new book. So Beth mentioned Beachbody. Mm-hmm. There is only, uh, aside from Gina, who was our upline um, coach, there was only one other coach that I actually follow and listen to what she has to say. And that's Melissa McCallister. And that's because she um, she's more about health and wellness rather than quick fix, do it now mm-hmm. kind of mentality. Um, and she was talking about, she does a lot of research and she does a lot of nutritional research and, um, she is big, like on the, um, the fasting world of things, but she recommended this book and it's called eat to beat your diet, eat to beat your diet. I'm only on chapter three. And now don't get me wrong. Some of the material is dry. So if you can't stand to read like the background of why you should do something, it's probably not going to be the book for you, but the science is there. And that's what to me is so amazing because this, um, author is he, I'm pretty sure he has a PhD, but he's talking about, he's an MD with a PhD. And the whole theory is burn fat, heal your metabolism and live longer. So Mm -hmm. he goes into detail about the naturalistic ways about health and metabolism and what should be true norms, not what society thinks is expected. He's like, and we've talked about this. You see a a chubby little fat baby with little rolls everywhere. And they are the absolute most adorable thing in the earth. And they're the picture of health. Um, And then if you would see a child as a baby who is, you know, skeletonly skinny, you, you automatically assume, oh, they're starving that kid, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So he goes on to talk about the difference of that transition from the fat little baby who's healthy to the uh, slightly adult who gets pictured as being unhealthy. He's like, that's not always the case. And he brings out the point. And I actually learned this not too long ago about sumo wrestlers, right? So sumo wrestlers can weigh four to 500 pounds, Mm -hmm. four to 500 pounds. You would think that they are extremely unhealthy. You would think they're not. They are elite athletes. They can withstand six to seven hours of training a day. And there's they're not, they're putting fat on at the skin level. Their fat is not the quote unquote bad fat that gets around our organs and our heart and our bellies. Their fat is actually just under the skin itself. However, if they quit their rigorous training program that they follow, it only takes 30 days for that fat to be converted to the unhealthy fat Mm. 
and increase their chances of substantial like mor- morbidity death uh, right. I think it's like 53 percent in a month that's crazy yeah and that's just because they are so structured um in what they do and what they eat right so that it, it changes the the fat where it lays and how it lays and I'm like, wow, this is interesting. And he talks about that in this book. And he goes to talk about how, what is a normal, healthy adult supposed to look like? And, and he talks about different variables like you and I have just talked about today, like your age, your activity level, your metabolism, where you're at in life. Like, are you premenopausal, perimenopausal, postmenopausal? Because it's different. Mm-hmm. Um we're different than an 18 to 20 year old. We're different than my young daughters who need that extra fat, Ryman especially. And she's gotten to that point where she's picking up just a little bit, but she's getting closer to the age for her her cycle to start. Mm -hmm. And she has to have that. Like it's essential. That's considered essential fat. Right. this week, I shared with Beth a picture of a girl that I told her just really needed our prayers. It broke my mm-hmm. heart. Um, she was in the fitness community. She had battled with things her entire life. And one of those things she battled with was body dysmorphia. So what that is, y'all, is like she has an unrealistic view of her own body. Mm-hmm. I can relate to this. I can relate to this. Not to the extremes that she went, but she is now in um an eating disorder recovery because in two years she went from a healthy active training athlete to fighting for her life not being Mm -hmm. able to walk through her living room without feeling like she's going to collapse um I used that as a teaching moment for my daughters and some people will disagree with me that maybe I shouldn't have done that but I I like them to understand why I focus on health the way that I focus on health. And I like for them to understand why I don't let them have anything and everything to eat when they want it. There's a limit of, you know, if you make that choice now, then you have to make this choice later. Um, And, you know, treats are treats. They're not free for all my youngest, it would be easy for her to eat anything and everything under the sun and, and not gain weight, but that may not always be the case. Um, and then too, like, it's a reminder that we can't see what's happening on the inside from the app, but this, this young lady is now essentially a skeleton. She's a walking skeleton. Yeah, it's very hard. It was very hard to look at her, but I've seen her. She actually has a TikTok page. And when you're in the health and fitness uh, and food community, things like that come up. And I think that this person would have wanted you to use that as a teaching moment because that's why she's there. She's trying to get her story out and using the platform to help heal herself so she could also inform and educate others on the situation that she went through to put her in this position. Yeah. Yeah, right. And why she so, thought it was that. And exactly. In the <clears throat> it was a gradual thing. But mm-hmm. do you know, and you maybe you'll have some insight on this too. 
but do you almost feel like okay so backstory y'all I had an eating disorder when I was in high school at the time I did not know that that's what I had I um I did not realize that my anxiety at that point in my life because of the relationship that I was in was really causing this eating disorder and and it was it was it was a subconscious cry for help it it really was but do you feel like someone that's in the position that this young lady was in that it's not like I almost feel like it's an obsession Mm -hmm. yeah because I think I think personally we kind of get upset uh, obsessed over things that we do because I tell you all the time I can't do many things at once I can't work on my fitness and try to pass this test because I'm obsessed with this test. I let this other thing go and I can't find a balance. And when you can't find that balance, your obsession takes over. Well, and it's forgetting that you need the fitness mm-hmm. in order to clear your mind to study for the test. Exactly. Exactly. So I can, yes, I do think that obsession takes over and you don't even realize that it's happened. And by the time you finally figure it out, it's an extreme, you've let your friends down. Like my, my, of course I'm not skin and bones, obviously, but I'm like, I haven't been there for my friends. And then, you know, I was studying for this one test, like the first few months of my granddaughter, my new granddaughter's life. And we didn't have a relationship and I kept blaming it on Liz, but just the other, I mean, we have a, me and her, I mean, she's wonderful now. She, she gave me a kiss. She's never gave anybody a kiss before. And Betsy was like, you know, I think she might've been sensing the stress that you put yourself under during that time. And that's why she was a little, you didn't get that connection yeah Yeah. and I'm like you know what you're probably right like she knows her true memo on it not not I mean I was so stressed out I was crying you were no reason yeah Yeah. I mean and 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 to think I have it going to happen again because I have I have to test in June and I'm not committed I mean like I should be and this test is a giant beast of a test and I'm afraid of it and 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 I need to buckle down and I'm you know, it's all coming back again. <laughs> and I still won't be completed until September, October with everything. I did that. I had a Zoom meeting with work yesterday and we got the timeline of the completion of the promotion and all that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's going to go on for half a year. <laughs> if you would have asked me six months ago to run a marathon, I would have been like, you've done lost your flipping mind. Right. There's no way I am ever going to run 26 miles. I cannot run for four hours. I cannot do it. Well, look at you now. Exactly. And I told you the same thing with yours. Like God makes us these obstacles to give us away. Like it tests us and it tries us and it pushes us to our boundaries, but we always come out in the end and we come out Maybe. better because of it. Yeah. We were obsessive during our beach body days. And then we kind of became obsessive about not being obsessive with the beach body. <laughs> and then I feel like we're in this new season where we're like, 
we know what the heck we're doing. What is wrong with us? And and yeah. stop obsessing about everyone else's obsession and just do you, right? Exactly, yeah. Because we do so much better. So much and better. I think you I think another thing is you have to know when to not add anything else to your plate. Like nobody asked me for anything. I'm not adding nothing else to my plate in 2023. Nothing else is entering in than what I'm currently doing. Okay. Not Except for her friend that tells her she wants to run our pumpkin race in Salem. <laughs> well, that's that's part of 2023. I mean, I we do we've started doing this. This is a tradition. So as long as my timeline works out ensuring that I pass this test the first time, because if you fail this test. Um, it's a federal rule where you can't test again for 30 days. So I have to pass the first time for my timeline to work out. Wait a minute. When's your test? I want to take it end of June, 1st of July. Okay. So it'll be after the mud run. Yes. The mud run is going to be a mental break for me before I do the test. I love that it. Was factored, that was factored in, in the testing process. Um, when I, when we were working on the timeline and then once I pass that test, I have to apply for the new position and then I have to go back through all the credit checks, the background checks, the drug tests, yeah. all of yeah. that again and get hired for that position. And that could take three to four weeks after I pass the test. And then once that's done, then I get three weeks at home and study for the next test full time in a group setting. Yeah. And then, and then, then you go into a onboarding, which puts me at starting the onboarding in September because they only have these onboarding ones for this type of position a couple times a year. So mine would start in September and the last one of the year is in October. So if I happen to fail this first test, I'll get pushed back to October because that's another 30 days. So everything is meticulously planned out so I can't add anything else yeah, into, you gotta as soon as this and, wedding is over buckle down well yeah exactly and then I had to factor in the cruise in there as well so that pushed my timeline back a little bit further because we're going on a cruise the first week in September it's already been paid for I have Calls to do it there. yeah mm -hmm. so we're going on a cruise then so everything has been factored in and then finally, I think after September, I'll be able to breathe because then we can do, I mean, then, then I should be exactly where I need to be at, at my job. So don't add more onto your plate than you can handle because it sounds fun when you shouldn't be making commitments other than what you already have at this time. You shouldn't add anything in in the middle of your training because you know you can't commit to anything else. Well, and like I you did said earlier, your dad called, you knew you had this to do, but he called and you went to him instead when you probably should have said no. Well, I looked at it. I was still getting activity in. So it wasn't, a complete, it wasn't a complete flop, but then like, I didn't realize like, okay, I've always heard people say the training for a marathon is worse than the actual marathon itself. That yes. is so true. It is yeah, so I, true. Because I would agree. 
just the same as you. You're studying and making yourself study and being dedicated to studying is going to be worse than actually taking the test. Um, the because, test is three hours and 45 minutes long, by the way. Yeah. And see, like I for real ran three hours the other day. If you would have told mm-hmm. me I was going to run a solid three hours, I would have said you done bumped your head. But I did it. <laughs> right. And, I mean, I did it. Like, to me, honestly, I'm like, well, if, yeah, it is what it is. Like, you know, but like with my job, I hadn't made the decision last year that I wasn't going with homeschooling my daughters. Y'all, I take that job very seriously. Um, while I know that it, there are some areas that it's most definitely not my strong point, um, especially when you have a child that learns differently than what you mm-hmm. learn. You have to learn to adapt and meet them where they're at. Like you have to figure it out on the fly. And with my job, I was getting overwhelmed because mm-hmm. I was taking on too many clients and it wasn't giving me the time I needed to do the things I needed to do. Not the once, forget that. Like I hardly had any time to do the needs, let alone the once. So I had made the decision I was going to step back some and I, I did it. Well, then it finally came to a point where I had to, I didn't have any other choice. Like I had to. Um, and learning to say no is challenging. That is very hard. It is. Unless it's something you're afraid of. Well, it feels like you're letting them down. But then in the same aspect, like if I can't give them everything that I need to professionally, then I'm not helping them out. So mm-hmm. I, I, I have told them recently even that I'm not taking on any new ones. What? I'm sorry. I did last time. Sorry. She's ordering some Stanley cups or something, Bessie. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So. But I, I mean, I couldn't just take on anymore because I don't have the time. I have the same 24 hours in a day that everybody else does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And training yeah. is gruesome. Like I had to find a time to fit in that three hours like that. I don't have three hours of free time. Like mm-hmm. even I got up and started my workout even before I got up with my husband to go to work on nor- a normal day. Um, the hour, the hour and a half runs are nothing. Like I can make that work, but I was planning on doing my 18 mile run today, but I also know I wanted to go turkey hunting. And I'm like, if I don't do it first thing in the morning, friend, you know me, it's not getting done. It's, I it's think not that's the same done. for all of us. Yeah. It's I not agree. getting done. It's not. I mean, I will, I have been <clears throat> walking in the evenings. Um, occasionally I'll do some yoga in the evenings. If my actual physical workout is not completed by seven o'clock when I get my girls up, I'm not going to do it that day. You know what I realized too, since my getting up was fabulous this past week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Beth is going to get tired of me harassing her, but she said she wanted up. <laughs> no, it's working. 
I realize if I have my coffee before I work out, I drink it too slowly. Like it would literally take me an hour. So I need to work out first and oh, then have coffee. Your coffee is your reward. Yes. Because I if I have that. it, if I have it first, so I don't you have need, enough time to get the things done that I, in my mind I had planned. So you need some princess potion, some witches yeah. brew. Well, I'm thinking about ordering some of them sample packs. It all it was very good clean ingredients and it was all like herbally things. So even if nothing else, do some of your like propel or your flavor waters, your um yeah. I can't think of what right now. But those creepy yeah. sticks. Yeah. See, mm -hmm. it's about having it's about having the the capacity. And we wouldn't have made these choices two years ago. We wouldn't have made these choices. <laughs> The funnest thing about two years ago was us working together, running and pushing others to get up and do their workout and having that Zoom where we were all on there working out. And they got hey. mad at us because we created our own Zoom for our own team. No. It, you let's know, I'm like, let's I love do that. This week, let's post on our group and say, hey, y'all, listen, we're getting let's up at 530. We're going to be doing something. I, I will probably be running, um, yeah. but let's, let's do that. I, I love that idea. I thought that was the best time because we were showing up for ourselves and others. I mean, and you're just on the Zoom. You're not really like doing the exact so same thing. You do your own thing. What time do you hit play? 6.30? I normally hit it at 6.30, um, but I, this week, this upcoming week, I wanted to try to get up a little bit earlier. So I'm trying a little earlier each time. Um, okay. So, yeah, I, I mean, even maybe 6.15. How about I open up my Zoom like around, I, I'll probably be up anyway. So I'll just open it up and we'll go from there. Sure. Let's do we'll it. See, we'll see what happens. That was the funnest time, was it not? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Virtual gym is open for business. Oh, it's going to be fun. I like it. Yeah. All right. I do too. Pray for Ben's family. They got big life changes happening this coming weekend. <laughs> yes. Um, Caitlin's wedding is next Saturday. So we're in full wedding mode as well. Um, let's see what else. Tomorrow's night in Will's 18th wedding anniversary 18 years happy anniversary thank you I, I don't know what we're going to do I know he might get up and go turkey hunting who knows um but I know we'll probably do something and um he doesn't normally tell me he just you know he'll tell everybody else but not me we I mean he may not have anything planned I don't know but I know not to make plans on days like that yeah, so, for sure. Right. So um, anyway, I don't know. Not much more baby, for me. Baby Eli. So keep him in prayer. He'll be gone. Mm -hmm. I think the first of May is when his surgery is. Um, his mama and brother are finally over the stomach bug, I think, slowly getting oh. over it. So keep them in prayer. And then um, COVID uh, is awful right now. And some of our family members. So I have... 
um, she was married to my cousin and my cousin passed away, but she's still like family to us. Um, she's actually probably your age and she's Mm -hmm. in the hospital right now. She has COVID pneumonia. And then she had on Wednesday, she had a, um, sometime like a gallstone or a kidney stone, something removed. And Mm -hmm. so she's got, she's sepsis now back in the hospital. We need to just keep her in prayer. Just one of those things. Um, keep keeping your mama. I'm sure she's getting better with her shoulder, but you know, Mm -hmm. her mom and my dad and just, just our families in general. I feel like we're reminded that in order to age gracefully, you got to keep at it. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. I think it's your turn to pray. We finally got my mama to go, um, to a gray and quit dyeing her hair today. So she, she got it done. We're, we're very fortunate to where our stylist is in, we call it the friend group in my kid's friend group. And she comes to our house and does it yeah. for us. So we had a big wedding. Everybody get your hair done this morning. And my mom got hers and they were texting me pictures as we've been chatting. So um, it was nice. It looks great. But yes, it is my turn. My turn to go. Um, <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the time that you give Brittany and myself together each and every week, Lord, as we know those times are precious and and you find a way to make it happen. You find a way to where it can be accommodated to where we can get these chats in and these prayers in where we continue to pray for baby Eli and total healing of his little body and for his family to keep their strength, Lord, while they're caring for it. Or we just pray for all of our families and loved ones that Lord, you know, we're aging every day and that you just pray that you let us age gracefully and smart and not uh, quickly, Lord, that we want to be around forever for our family, even though we're ready to come and meet you in heaven. Lord, we just continue to pray for Caitlin and Devin and their new adventure into their marriage, Lord, and we pray that yes. you make an unbreakable bond with them and you that no man could take under, Lord. But we just continue to thank you for all of our blessings, our children. We pray that you keep them safe. And you, we pray that you give us the best way to guide them to you, Lord, each and every day. Lord, it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All right. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Have a good day, friend. Bye, you too.